Episode number 726, The Visitor Experience. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Oh, I'm still zooming around the world. Priscilla, <laughs> so, uh, uh, one of the uh, large recent events that I've been to uh, was the BNI National uh, Conference, uh, where I had a chance to keynote speak. And I've done uh, events for national directors. I spoke to national directors worldwide and uh, U.S. executive directors. So I'm still zooming around the world and so looking forward to being out there uh, in real life and in person. Yeah, that would be great. It's taken a little longer than we had hoped, I think. Today, I have a guest, Priscilla. Mm-hmm. And her name is Shirley, Shirley Town. She's a, a former operating partner for a local restaurant chain and uh, has owned and operated an ADT home security franchise for 16 years. Um, by the way, I probably shouldn't say this, but ADT is my home security. Yay. Um, that'll make everyone else upset, but it'll make you happy, Shirley. Yes. Um, she joined BNI in 2014 to replace the business that she lost from the yellow pages and never looked back. Uh, She's been an executive director in the Midlands of South Carolina for the last four years, and she doubled her region in the first two years. She's launched uh, 20 chapters, and Shirley was named executive director of the year in 2020. Shirley, welcome to the BNI podcast. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm a huge fan of your podcast and have listened to many of them. I have to tell you, one time I drove to Apple Valley, California to rescue a dog. And I listened to podcasts all the way there and then all the way back. And months later, if I played a podcast in the house, the dog would run to the door thinking we were going to go for a car ride. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so we we definitely um, transformed his mind. He is a huge podcast fan. Uh, that is hysterical. It's sort of a new variation of uh, Pavlov's dogs in the tree. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love it. That's hysterical. Okay, so we, you know, we're gonna we're killing time here. But you had another question that you were gonna throw by me. So it, uh, yeah. Said, so every time Priscilla know, introduces you, and she's like, "Ivan, how are you? And where are you?" I always just, I just have this urge, Ivan how are you, where are you, and what are you wearing? And so, so yeah, we have teased about that in our region um, on and off for many years. And somebody asked me when I was in your region once if I They did. They asked you what you were wearing and um, because you were only obviously from from the waist up and um, you had had a unique answer for them. Yes. Well, and for our UK friends uh, in in the U.S., we're, you know, we're separated by this uh, uh, little pond between us. Uh, pants in the U.S. are trousers. So uh, the question was really, uh, you know, was I wearing trousers? And the answer is yes, I always, I always wear trousers. The question is, what kind of trousers? They're usually shorts or, or sweat trousers when I'm doing Yes, I'll be in a suit, a coat, and probably sweatpants or trousers <laughs> below. But So don't ask me to stand up. Uh, but, but that's a true answer. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, maybe <laughs> not pretty, but uh, 
but honest. <laughs> so you've got a great topic, and I want to jump into it. Um, you want to talk about the visitor experience, which I think is is absolutely critical. And I have an audio on this very topic, which I want to talk about at the very end. But nice. um, tell us, surely, why um, there needs to be, in, in your opinion, a pre-visitor orientation. Tell me what that is. So a pre-visitor orientation is really getting a feel for whether or not the visitor has ever been to a BNI meeting. And if they haven't been, just kind of letting them know what to expect when they're going to be called on to speak, because I know that that's all they're focused on when they're nervous about speaking. So we try to relieve their fears on that. And then we also, we want to do this one thing at the earliest possible chance that we can. We want to ask them to listen very intently to our weekly presentations of our members to see if there's anybody that they would like a personal introduction to. So we have found that our visitors really appreciate that. So we set them up for that at the pre-visitor orientation saying, hey, listen up to all of these you know, members you're going to hear presenting. If there's anybody you want that introduction to, we're going to make that happen for you. So yeah. it just kind of relieves their fears and gets them kind of settled in. But we also, too, want to maybe sit them next to the person that matters to them. Mm. Um, if we're in person, if we're, if we're on Zoom, I think it's great to connect two people in the chat, yeah. somebody that's going to be, you know, a natural referral partner for them to say, hey, I'm so glad you're here. We have, we have referrals to give to you. So glad to have you in the room. So it's have, in person um, and most chapters are when they have the open networking, they um, break up into small groups. So there's still a few that aren't doing that, which is crazy. Uh, I, I'm assuming that you're in your region, they break up in small groups. Yeah. And so in some situations, yes. In other situations, we're still working on that. But we don't, we don't have it all figured out. I never want to yeah. um, come across like we've got all the answers because we don't. We're still well, working. Listen, in different I really chapters. recommend it. Otherwise, it's just chaos for 10 That's right. Years. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So I recommend it. That wouldn't that be a great uh, way to have a visitor uh, break out with uh, a potential referral partner? One hundred percent. That even if the entire chapter's not doing it, we need to get that visitor into a breakout room and and let them know what they're looking for, and maybe even in that breakout room introduce them to that person that could matter. But yeah, you're right. It's a much better experience for them if we yeah. use that. And, and, and for everyone listening to this, I urge chapters to do the breakouts as yes. part of the open networking because it's chaos otherwise. So yep. that's my strong recommendation. Um, so after the meeting, you uh, also suggest an orientation, which of course we, we should have. There should be a visitor uh, orientation always. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So way back in like 2015, when I, I think I was coming off of being secretary, the current president asked me to be the next president. And I was like, yes, but only if you take our visitors out at the end of the meeting and orientate them. And I can tell you that it was the biggest deal that we ever did. He still is doing that for that chapter. I'm not a member of that chapter. But he was instrumental in growing that chapter at that time from 36 members to today, 148 members. He wow. is still the orientator. Wow. And it's because of, it's a huge part of his orientation that has got us to where we are. But he's amazing in that orientation room and then does a huge, phenomenal job with follow-up after that room. Yeah, the after-meeting orientation is critical. And I, I got to tell you, I was really opposed to it when it was first presented to me. And I remember it was Don Lyons, executive director in the Bay Area of, of San Francisco, that nice. said, you got to see this. 
And I'm like, oh, we don't need one more thing added to the agenda. And then I watched it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, this needs to be added to the agenda. And I became a believer then. And again, if your chapter is not doing an after-meeting orientation, it's an absolute must. And this one is in the manual. You need to do it if you're not doing it. All 100%. right. You have a third point, and that is intentional follow-up. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So after that visitor orientation, like if you haven't closed them or they haven't applied, the follow-up, like who does the follow-up? When does it happen? So, so many times we hear about the honeymoon after hour. And I think that that should be like the person that invited them. Maybe it's the president, you know, each chapter has a different feel on that. The thing that Jason did in his chapter was it was literally two business days after. So he met Thursday at noon on Tuesday at 10 a.m. So we had a set time. Um, at 10 a.m., he would call all the folks that visited and and follow up on whether they had applied and and if he could answer any other questions. That is the only time that we ask people to to come to the next meeting if yeah. we just haven't been successful at closing them. We never bring that up until we get to that last point. Um, but he has a huge close ratio of just in the initial room. But then with his follow-up, if he doesn't get them there, he gets them at the, at the follow-up. So definitely another point that you just can't afford to miss. Yeah. And what do you say to people say, well, I don't have time to follow up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> then you've got the wrong person. So you got to, you got to, I, what I love about what Jason did is he scheduled a specific time. Yeah. So the president of that chapter knows at 10 o'clock, Jason's doing that and you got to make time. And if that person can't make the time to follow up, then that's your wrong person. You gotta have somebody person, follow but, up. But what 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 do you what's the what's the impact? Because that, it's not just doing it, it's the impact of doing yeah. it. And what kind of impact does it have in terms of uh, the number of people joining because of the follow up? For his chapter, another twenty percent. Yeah. So his close ratio in the initial room is thirty to forty. And his follow-up gets him another 20%. And, and, and I what, gotta give this one last thing about what yeah. Jason does. So Jason, yes, he's in that room because he has a huge impact on his chapter, but don't discount the fact that Jason has a huge impact on his personal business. Yeah, so one that's Jason, where I was headed. You add that kind of number of people to a chapter, and that's gonna impact your bottom line as a member. Oh, hugely. So whether they join or not, Jason is often um, selling them life insurance. <laughs> and so one of the things that Jason says at the end of the orientation is, I really enjoyed, you know, spending time with you guys today um, and really getting to know you on a different level. I'm going to put in a good word with you with the membership committee and just let them know, you know, individually, you know, what I thought of each of you and how you'll be an asset to our chapter. If you don't Excellent. think that impacts his business, you're wrong. <laughs> it absolutely does. Hey, yep. uh, so what happened that made you realize, we've only got about a minute left. What happened yep. that made you realize that your region needed to focus on visitor orientation and conversion? Uh, I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but when we went to Zoom and I did a bunch of visitors days and I would jump in the orientation room with, with the visitor host orientator, um, the things that we heard and the awkwardness of the conversations and really just no structure to that meeting, I, I it was just not what we wanted to present. And I felt like yeah. we were spending all this time, you know, scheduling this huge visitor's day. And then we 
just didn't perform and and get the applications that we needed. So we really went to school on making sure, you know, we really trained, we weren't training our people how to do it right. right. And so now we realize, you know, what a big deal that is. Right. You know, I see chapters that really uh, work hard to bring visitors and then they run a marginal meeting and they don't follow up and they can't figure out why it didn't work. The follow-up um, is really critical when you get visitors. So It is. I agree completely. Um, listen, uh, any, any last thought before we wrap up? Because we're at our time. Yeah. No, I th- we have a lot of visitor host um, materials coming out. I think Jenny Butts is going to do a future podcast soon. And she'll present those to everybody. Super excited that, you know, across across BNI, we're going to put a bigger focus on the visitor host orientation. I think it's, it's excellent. A and deal. I'll be having Jenny on. Uh, just one last thing before I turn it over to you, Priscilla. Uh, ironically, I do have a an audio. Uh, you talk about Meisner Audios, which all of the money goes to the mm-hmm. BNI Foundation. Uh, all the profits go to that BNI Foundation. I actually have a, a, a an audio on there called the visitor experience where I talk about uh, when visitors coming to the meeting, you know, how do you leave them saying, I can't wait to be part of that. And uh, do visitors see a team that's full of credibility and other things. So uh, as you talk about that, and I know we have a coupon code, uh, I actually have a 30 minute audio on the uh, visitor experience. So uh, Julie, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Priscilla, over to you. Perfect. Okay, thank you so much, both of you. That was really, really interesting. Well, that's it for this week. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your B&I experience and help you boost your business. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com and use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off all of the audio programs, and all of the proceeds are going to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. Mm-hmm.